This episode is brought to you by Peak, the blockchain for real-world applications and home of DPN. If you think it's time for Web3 to get real, check out their website at peak.network. That's P-E-A-Q.network. Hello, everyone. Daniel from DPN Hub over here. And today I have the pleasure to have the guys from Silencio on our podcast. To begin with, Silencio is one of the projects that I think is going to be very, very big on DPN ecosystem because they're actually solving a real problem, problem that a lot of people don't know that it even exists. Uh, and I have a pleasure to get to have you guys here on the podcast today. I have Theo and Thomas from Silencio. To, to get started, could you describe a little bit about how the project works, what the project is, if I was a kid or if someone that don't understand the technology behind it? Daniel, it's a pleasure to be here today. Thank you for the invite. Uh, we're happy to be uh, sharing with your community. So uh, Silencio, uh, explain for children. Silencio basically enables you to collect your surrounding noise levels with your smartphone just by downloading a free and very user-friendly and gamified application. And you can collect that data as you walk through the street, as you check into hotels, restaurants, or any type of public venue. And all of this data essentially enables us to create worldwide reaching data sets that give us a possibility to start rethinking how we value real estate, how we select restaurants, uh, hotels, and even plan more livable cities for all of us. I think that's super exciting. Uh, can you tell a little bit about yourselves and your backgrounds and why did you guys start this project? Why, what was the leading factors that started for you guys to start Silencio? Sure, let me go with that. So I think there's a, a number of reasons why we started Silencio. Um, I mean, uh, on the one side, there's a personal relationship we have to noise. Um, we have a father who is half dead. Um, and through that, we all, we're always uh, very aware of our surroundings when choosing gastronomies, places, etc. when visiting us young children. We always understood that noise uh, plays a major role in our family. Um, second, we have had a lot of exposure to what is now being coiled the deepened space um, in the last three years with other projects such as um, yeah in the geolocation space and and uh, projects like helium etc all of those learnings that we took from those projects um, we have applied into silencio and so we were happy to take a little bit on the founders and why we decided to mitigate noise but essentially we wanted to create something that is free hyper scalable and uh, you know, easy to participate for anyone out there. Not only Web3 people, but you know, create something that Web2 users uh, are gonna like as well. Yeah, I think the, the mobile app that you guys built, is ins it's insanely beautiful. It works super well. It's very well-rounded. And I've been using since uh, I met you guys like a few weeks ago. So, uh, and I've been also talking about your project to a lot of other people. So that, believes that, that means that it's quite scalable, right? It's in super easy, low friction to get started. Um, but uh, why noise pollution? You said that like you, your your parent, uh, your father has some hearing aid. Um, and is this a real problem that you guys are, need, are trying to solve? It's definitely a real problem. And it's a problem that affects us all, even if you're aware of it or not. Of course, people that live in the middle of very busy and large cities uh, know what the problem of noise pollution um, either by being, you know, exposed to chronic sleep disorders uh, or being under the constant, you know, stress and fight or flight response mode in which your body just goes in. And, and being exposed to that stress in a 24-7 mode uh, really brings uh, our bodies to, to uh, situations in which 
it can have an impact on, on your health, on your physical and on your mental health alike. And there have been a lot of studies uh, linking noise pollution to multiple chronic diseases, uh, even diabetes and, and heart diseases. So it's really something that is um, probably underrated uh, nowadays. Uh, so part of Silencio is also the idea of trying to bring awareness uh, for this. And there have been um, studies that have shown that noise pollution only in a, in a country like France uh, is creating an impact of almost 200 billion a year of loss to, to the actual GDP of, of its country on a yearly basis. Now, if you bring that to a worldwide scale, we're looking at a $5 trillion cost to world GDP. Just to give you an example, air pollution is more or less at $8 trillion annual cost to world GDP, and noise ranks second as the most harmful pollutant in the environmental uh, space in the urban landscape. I think I also want to invite your listeners to kind of like reflect back on the times that perhaps they've been exposed to noise pollution or have experienced, you know, um, a situation that was discomforting with, with noise. I mean, perhaps they lived in an apartment where, you know, next to a busy road uh, or busy traffic it's, um, next to it, you have airplanes, you have, you know, trains passing by, etc. that truly make the place less livable. Or you want to choose a gastronomy and, you know, it turns out that it's impossible to have a conversation and, um, you're, you're traveling, you want to understand, you know, if you're staying in an Airbnb in a hotel, how loud that is. And we say Google is showing you how expensive and how full of places. Why shouldn't it also show you historic times of um, how, how loud it might get, you know? Yeah, no, I, I totally understand. I agree with what you're saying, uh, because I would say that the first time I heard about the project, I didn't quite understand and I also didn't understand what noise pollution is in terms of how uh, bad it is because uh, and it's comparing to uh, air quality pollution that's something that people can really understand very easily um, and then the noise pollution is something that is not very it's not talked in schools nobody talks about in a daily life but it's something like you mentioned that really really affects a lot of people for example here in lisbon we have the airport we have the airport next to the city center and basically everyone that lives in the center of Lisbon can hear multiple planes go over the city every night. And if you think about it, that means that everybody is going to wake up. They, they won't sleep as well at night. They're probably going to not do as good as a job during the day. Uh, and, and that's something that I haven't, I hadn't realized until I started thinking about the Silencio project. And it's, it's massive, right? Like all the big cities, all the places that are quite noisy, it can really, really affect and, is something that most people don't realize. So I think what you guys are doing, bringing awareness about this problem is amazing. Uh, it's, it's very, it's really, truly interesting. Um, Actually, just in Europe alone, uh, to give you a very dramatic figure, and this is Europe, right? There are even worse places in terms of noise pollution, but we're looking at 600 noise-related deaths a, a day in terms of that chronic stress that it causes on, on, on people. And it's, it's crazy if you think about it, over 200,000 people yearly just in the European Union. And it doesn't only affect us people, it also affects wildlife. So imagine about all the flight patterns of uh, birds or you know, mating patterns from, from animals, they're all influenced by noise. And we've even seen like dramatic um, you know, reactions to this uh, by wildlife as we're seeing currently uh, in the Atlantic Ocean with uh, killer orca whales that are attacking boats 
in order to try uh, to limit their capacities. And uh, this is apparently, according to scientists, uh, really a direct, a direct uh, situation that is happening from the pollution that we're causing in terms of the constant noise that we're exposing these uh, this, um, animals in the ocean. So, I mean, it, it doesn't only affect, you know, the flora and fauna there and changes uh, the animal behavior, but it also alters the human mind, right? In the U.S. alone, uh, it's also a very impressive figure, I find. We have over 100 million people um, living in an environment that is over 65 decibels. And fun fact here, but every 10 decibels increase, the human perceives it as doubling, right? As doubling the, the loudness. So having a place that is 60 uh, decibels to 70 decibels makes a huge difference. So what it means is that these 100 million people, two thirds of them are actually minorities. Yeah? And they're already um, you know, in the uh, lower income uh, uh, sphere. And so that means that potentially children there are facing a situation where their cognitive development is, is suppressed because of noise. And so it's like a pattern that you see here uh, that that's, you know, noise is, is like a little droplet, but then cascades into society. Yeah, no, exactly. I, I think that's, that's something that people don't really understand how important it is. And that's why I'm really, really bullish on the Silencio project to actually making a difference on people's life. And I would like, I would love to see a future where having the, the noise map is just part of daily life, right? Uh, yeah. Depending on the task they want to do, if you want to buy an apartment, buy a house or rent one, even an Airbnb, like you said, having this information on the map, I think is it's super, super important. But uh, okay, how can the community get involved in Silencio? Yeah, that's that's one excellent point. I mean, you can go ahead, download our application in the iOS or the Google Play Store, and in a matter of seconds, we'll be adding value to the network. Um, we're still working on it uh, to, to have the best app experience out there, but the idea is to reduce as much friction as possible for you to have the option to either, you know, have it running in the background, and again, we always like to emphasize, we only record decibels. These are numbers. This is not the content of a conversation, let's say. Yeah. yeah, so we're making the whole experience as gamified as possible. So we always like to say as a comparison, imagine if, uh, you know, uh, Helium uh, and Pokemon Go had a baby, that's Silencio. That's for all deep and lovers out there. Um, so the idea is really to try to get people super engaged in order to crowdsource this data. It should be fun as well. Uh, create healthy competitions in order to participate for our beta airdrop and also future airdrops. And at the same time, through all of these experience of Silencio, we started noticing that as a positive externality, we we're also collecting further data sets. So all of a sudden, the vision for Silencio started growing, which uh, was really amazing to see. And uh, we have big plans for the future. We uh, are going to be uh, releasing those as uh, probably early next year. But the vision is going to become even grander. So we're eager to see how the community receives those uh, news uh, as we expand uh, our data collection capabilities. If you think about it, there are over 50 billion devices connected to the Internet today that are generating over 2 trillion in revenue for big tech companies. And you're not profiting from that today. And this is where we want to make a, a big uh, change in terms of mindset. Peak is a layer one blockchain designed to power DPINs. Why do DPINs choose to build on Peak? It's fast, scalable, low cost offer builders are ready to deploy DPIN SDK and it's multi-chain. So when you build on Peak, you're building for all Web3. 
Peak is home for the fastest growing deep-in projects, with more than 100,000 vehicles and devices deployed, over a dozen deep-ins already building, and the world-leading device manufacturers such as Boss partner with them. Think of building a deep-in? Peak has a grand program for deep-in builders. If you're listening to this, remember, you're early. The Peak Network will launch in the first half of 2024. Check out Peak's channels for more details and links in the podcast description. No, that's that's amazing. That's exactly what I think Deepin is the perfect ecosystem for you guys to build on top, like the community, the builders, the people who get excited about being early adopters in these projects and then expand to the masses. Uh, so because you guys are, let's say, a Deepin project, do you have a token that you're working with? So we will have a token uh, very soon. Uh, this is going to be next year. Uh, there's going to be a, a release date to be announced. And uh, today, what you're earning within the app are the so-called noise coins, uh, which are our Web2 native coins, our in-app coins. And these will reflect uh, your participation within our different Silencio leagues. So we have 10 different leagues. And depending on your relative value that you add to the network, you're going to be classified into one of these leagues. So there's always 10% of the community in each league. And this means that uh, every league is going to get a different participation of the airdrop. So, of course, uh, the higher your league, the higher your participation of the airdrop. Yeah, I'm working hard to try to up my, lead as, my league as well, because I think the gamification behind is amazing. Well, one like, thing that is super easy to, to do in order to, you know, uh, get as much experience points and, and league points out there is to invite your network. And so that's one another way that uh, your listeners can get involved. They're going to see that if they go to the wallet section, they can actually invite their friends and family. And whatever value their friends and family is generating, they will get in return, you know, 3% of whatever they generate. And so that's one additional way into, to, to, to ensure that you have the bigger uh, stake out there. I think on, on top of all of this, it's extremely important for us that we create a, a frictionless experience, as Theo was saying. So not only address the necessities and the engagement of the people that per se are very involved and want to go out there and manually measure, but also create the possibility for people to passively contribute to the project. Um, and this is why in the next uh, couple of months, we're going to be implementing a passive measurement mode that is going to enable you to anonymously and sporadically deliver uh, your noise level data uh, to the network um, and uh, without having to be continuously entering the application. So this is going to create more of this, let's say, deep and passive mining uh, feeling that we have from other projects as well. Is it going to be a mobile base as well? Like people can use like spare phones that they have and let it plug in by the window or outside in the balcony. How, how do you guys envision that? Well, that's an interesting thought. I never thought about putting a, just a phone out, <laughs> maybe. But I think one, one way that we want to, uh, what we want to integrate for sure are like smart wearables, right? So like taking your, your AirPods or, or perhaps you have a smartwatch and kind of like reducing that friction, you're walking around town, generating that value uh, passively. Uh, if you do want to get more involved, you know, there's going to be um, a quest uh, that demands certain activities from you that you get rewarded for. And so it depends really on the user. You want to go all in, you know, please go ahead uh, and generate as much value and, and profit from that value. So. Yeah, but for the time base, we're mobile, mobile base, uh, and this has its reason, right? There are over 7 billion smartphones in the world, 
And um, this makes it uh, able for people to participate no matter in what corner of the world they're at, just in a couple of seconds that they're on it. And I think that's was one of the reasons why we were organically able to grow the network. Now it's a bit of over 41,000 users in such a short amount of time, uh, which for us was super astonishing to see. And, and it really demonstrated for us once again, the power of Deepin. And uh, within that thought, it's important that uh, we reward, you know, the value that, or the actions that bring the highest value to the network uh, that with the highest rewards. Um, so this means for us, we're not that interested, of course, in the data of you sitting in, um, so to say, at your home and just collecting noise coins, because definitely it's going to be a, a saturation point there that is relevant to the network. So the way you can earn the most tokens is really, you know, walking through your city and uh, making sure you cover and discover all of those hexagons out there. That's how you're gonna get the highest rewards. That was definitely a learning had in another uh, seeing all the deepened panorama, the first generation deepens is that you know instead of focusing on uh, limiting bad actors or bad behavior, we just want to reward good behavior. So it's just gonna be so much more lucrative for you as a user to do good to the network and try to cheat it because it's essentially you're not gonna get anything out of it. Exactly. No, it's, it's great. And I was tracking the app and I was looking at the map. Like, for example, here in Lisbon, basically the city is almost all covered already. People are very, very early adopter and excited about this kind of project. And I just want to touch on the point that by the fact that you guys don't have to buy a specific hardware for that, that's a massive advantage for some dipping projects that have that because people already have a phone, like you said, right? There's like billions of phones out there. Uh, if you had to buy and on their hardware, you increase also the the difficulty layers for someone first to need to buy the device. Also, you're gonna you have to produce this device, which means that your complexity in terms of like scaling and and getting the product ready to market is gonna take much much longer as well. And the, and there's all the things that you need to to deal with, you know, like supply chain issues, customer support, returns, and everything. And that's not uh, that easy. So I, I've seen dipping projects that have more or less a similar angle that you don't need to actually buy anything. Uh, it, they scale extremely, extremely fast. For example, there is one that I, that I actually had a, an interview uh, very recently. It's called the Grass. The Grass, you also install like a little Chrome plugin in your phone, in your computer, and, and then soon in your phone. And they managed to grow almost like at 40, 50,000 users super quickly as well. Uh, and that's super exciting. I am cheering for you guys i think it's going to be great um and also makes people want to get out of their house right and walk around it reminds yeah. me of the mapping time of helium you know i just want to go around with the mapper and seeing the hexes being covered but actually now we're going to make some money from that and actually bring value to the to the project into the world let's say yeah. and definitely daniel you're touching on some interesting topics there are also learnings that we had you know working with other projects out there is that scalability factor but also creating the value where it's most needed for the network in order to be able to commercialize that data, which is at the end of the day, the goal, right? And so we are having some very promising conversations there. And let's say that we have a data buyer that already says, I am interested to, you know, only rewards this location. For us, that gives us the flexibility to reward that location with a bounty, to set like a geofence around it. And so mobilize users and, and uh, create the, the value where it's most needed and commercializable at the end of the day versus the static approach of, you know, 
having a, an installation somewhere in the middle of nowhere that is perhaps good for the user, but not really great for the network. Yeah. And I think one of the also last benefits I see there, being completely software-based, means that we can be completely iterating on the product continuously, receiving that super valuable feedback from the community. And um, if you would be working on hardware, of course, you know, it takes a much longer time. And every time you have a fatal mistake, it can get very costly. Yeah, exactly. I'm a, I am a hardware engineer by background, uh, but I do like working with software because of this, like, easy to easy. easy it's easier to scale and then uh, don't have all these like uh, delays on trying to pu push a product live. Um, yeah, no, th this is super exciting. Um, so you guys already have a buyer. How, how is that part of it? Because it's very important, I believe, for a deeping project to also have the demand side, right? Because uh, right now everybody's building. You have a little bit of the chicken and egg situation that you need to build the, net, you need to build the data set before someone can buy it. Uh, so you're rewarding the noise points. How is that going? Yeah, that's an excellent question. And I say the challenge number one for all defense out there, whoever solves this flywheel uh, is going to, you know, profit from the deepen, which again, fuels the supply side, et cetera, that, that we know. So when, before we actually build anything, we set out to speak to tons of data uh, consumers out there. And um, these were mostly in the real estate sector, uh, platforms um, in, in the real estate sector that were already using noise level data. Uh, that is static, you know, is open source um, out there. And uh, we actually had them really much involved in the process of, you know, what we're creating here. And there's other companies on a Web2 basis that have been doing what we did just without the, having the incentive. So what we did is not to reinvent a wheel here. We took something that existed, just not at scale, and injected the deep end thing uh, on top of it. So. That was super important. Uh, we have, um, I think at the moment, nine pilot projects with different platforms going on with our noise level data. Of course, number one challenge there is data density. So that's something that we're working on. And as Thomas has hinted, we are creating byproducts of the data uh, of noise level data today, which is location data. And that's a very much established market. And so those are also conversations that we're picking up and um, Hopefully we can release good news there, uh, yeah, beginning of, of next year. So, so our assumption there was, uh, as we took all these learnings from, you know, working over three years with other deepens, um, was that really demonstrate to uh, the community that you can create a sustainable model on the supply side of the data and on the demand side of the data before going on chain. Because if you do that, you already distinguish yourself from 99% of the projects out there. So essentially, that's what we're looking for here, really demonstrating and a bear market scenario is perfect because um, let's say our deepened model uh, luckily can also keep on growing during a bear market scenario because uh, the idea is that it is so frictionless and it has to become so frictionless that you rather going to be wasting more energy with deleting the app than just keeping it anonymously running in the background and, and earning from it, right? Yeah, no, exactly. And I like and the thing that you touched as well, that you, I heard you guys were big Helium deployers in the past as well, right? Uh, like us in Portugal and taking the learning experience that happened throughout the last three years. It's like it's such a, an amazing luggage that you guys have now to all the things that uh, can improve, that can change. And then you guys are trying to apply now all the learnings with Silencio. I think that's that's yeah. very interesting. Um, Going to the little bit on the, the crypto side of things, 
Uh, do you guys already have a chain that you're trying to build on or planning to build on? Yeah, we do. So we settled on Peak Network. Uh, super happy about this. Already months ago, actually, we decided to do this. And um, it's just in the kitchen at the moment. So milestone one should be done um, in the next weeks. And um, yeah, numerous reasons why we're building there, but I would say their dedication towards uh, deep end space and growing the deep end space is the number one reason. Um, we share the same vision um, as these guys do. And we also believe in a, in a world, you know, that the value that you generate uh, has to flow back uh, in, a, in some form to, back to the user, right? So by sharing that, uh, I think um, that one of the primary reasons we chose them and obviously the technology in which, you know, happy that uh, you, you can touch some of those points. Sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think it really fulfills all the technological needs that, that we have. But on top, um, we really felt that having a unique machine ID uh, was something very special that uh, Peak was solving and other chains were not. And this enables us uh, to be able to create true transactions between machines and to really validate that those machines are real and essentially give the possibility for a user to have multiple machines delivering noise-level data to the network. So uh, we are starting with your smartphone today, right? But we are all about tapping into idle existing infrastructure. So we could be creating a browser-based approach in the future. We could be creating plugins for other devices. So instead of having that logistical nightmare of creating hardware that is very hard to position in a way that you can create the density that you need, rather look at what is already out there, what do people already own, and what type of data can already be collected or crowdsourced via this mechanism, creating a true passive uh, measurement or uh, passive earning for people and passive measurement opportunity. And uh, really, at the end of the day, democratizing the, the generation of that value. Yeah, that's, that's exciting. Um, I was also looking at your roadmap and you guys have an extensive roadmap already. Very exciting to, to see what's going to happen. Um, can you describe a little bit about what, or I don't know if you can talk about this, but what are your plans right now for like the next month, next year, or maybe five years from now? I know the projects change and companies pivot, but more or less, what, it, what are your ideas in terms of that? I think that you're going to get a different answer from Thomas and from mine. <laughs> so we work uh, very well together since I would say nearly 10 years. In that side, I can answer you what my focus is and how it is adding value to Silencio. But essentially, it's all about uh, right now having the conversations with the data buyers, um, giving them what they need. So we're giving them uh, access to our data. Um, we're giving them access to, you know, um, uh, our cloud uh, at AWS at the moment. We're thinking, you know, um, to also start integrating or working uh, with Filecoin, uh, something that would be awesome in the spirit of Web3. Um, we just actually closed our funding round. So that newly won time that I, I will have starting next week is going to be awesome to dedicate towards uh, the growth of the demand set. So within that, we have the, the creation of the APIs. Uh, which is going to be also in our core focus in the next weeks. Uh, furthermore, we are achieving the initial milestones of the brand that we have with the Peak Network. Uh, and at the same time, we're really making sure to further enhance the user experience with our application. So we're very proud of the launch that we had uh, early this uh, week or late, late last week. And um, it was amazing to see since then, we grew by almost 1,500 users just in a couple of, of 
days. Uh, so we definitely want to keep that momentum uh, going. We have uh, the quests that are coming out in the next month. We're going to be uh, creating a also a streak mechanism that is going to reward you for every day that you continuously come back to the network. And there's going to be further gamification features that uh, we're going to be disclosing as, as we go through the month. And we actually have one uh, very cool initiative uh, to share that uh, we're going to be creating a Silencio New Year's challenge, uh, which is going to go for a whole month. So for 30 uh, days, we are going to create a competition in which uh, worldwide we're going to reward uh, the top uh, users that create the most value to the network in that month. Uh, so you don't have to be already in Silencio for the last six months uh, to win. It really then starts uh, sharp on the 11th of December uh, of this year, and it's going to finish on the 11th of January. There's going to be more details coming on that, but the winnings will entail uh, also a portion of uh, Crest airdrops from the Peak ecosystem and, uh, uh, and Ethereum uh, as well. Wow. Well, that's, I'm so excited. I think the gamification that you guys are doing is really on point and really makes people want to keep on adding value and, and, and uploading more like data, noise data. Uh, yeah, man, I'm super excited for this. Um, I'm, I'm very excited to see where you guys are going to go with this project because uh, I think it has a, a bright future. Um, you guys, any, any closing remarks that you'd like to do as well? Well, in the spirit of airdrops, we would like to mention that... Uh, Everybody that logs in with uh, your account name, so Hotspotty, is going to get uh, an airdrop of 100 noise coins from us uh, in the first days of January. So the only condition that we have is that you guys will have to join before the 1st of January. And all the people that join with the code Hotspotty will be granted 100 coins. Yeah, that's it, guys. So go ahead, download the Silencio on your phones and use the code Hotspotty. I'm going to put some information on the on description of this video or of spot audio. And yeah, let's go. I, I'm really excited. I hope I can interview you guys again in, in the near future. And we're going to see all the updates and what you guys are going to be then. Uh, thank you so much for your time. And, and, and I guess you guys are super busy. Congratulations on the fundraising. I know it's not like an easy time right now for founders to, to fundraise in, during the bear market, but things are looking a little bit better. And I hope that the next year is going to be super, super exciting and full of development. Uh, thanks so much again and see you guys around. Thanks, Daniel, for having us. Thank you, Daniel. Keep it up also with a good work in Hotspot T and uh, we look forward to seeing the role that you guys are going to be playing and already play with in Deepin. So thank you for having us here. Cheers, guys. Bye-bye.